The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. This is Mike Rogers with this week's edition of The Welsh Wire. On this program, success lessons for running a business with a family member. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Today, we're here with Tom Matheson of Matheson Matheson Architects in Grand Rapids. Tom, welcome to The Welsh Wire. Thank you, Sherry. It's great to be here, and I'm uh, so glad that you could join us today. Glad to have you with us. And tell us a little bit about Matheson Matheson, your firm, what you do, and your role in the company, Tom. Well, Matheson Matheson Architects is, uh, first of all, an architectural design firm. We also do interior design and we do master planning. And so, by definition, our work is fairly broad. We do everything from small residential renovation projects to large brand new uh, recreation centers for colleges and universities. So, our Our uh, typologies and our uh, breadth of projects are fairly broad, uh, and they're very challenging. We have been blessed with a great uh, group of clients and with a great staff who work as a team in a very collaborative fashion. In fact, our philosophical approach is to be collaborative, transparent with our clients um, as we try to bring extra value to the design process so that the end result is a higher quality, a better value for the dollar that they're spending on a capital project, uh, and one that has lasting value, uh, one that reaches uh, their clients and their stakeholders in a way that perhaps they didn't think about when the project started. So we, uh, we are a company who has big ideas for design, but design is is the bottom line for us. And so we, we approach design in a way that we believe is unique uh, and that brings extra value to our clients. So your true differentiator is your unique design. Our unique design and our unique design process and the way that we approach our work. Um, how is that different? Way, yeah, tell, tell us how that's different. Well, we spend a lot of time at the beginning of our project Uh, understanding what the owner is looking for, whether it's a residential project or whether it's a college. Uh, We drill deeper typically than than others might do in terms of getting to the nub of a project. Um, What is really the problem that needs to be solved here? We're working, for example, with colleges who are growing and colleges who are shrinking. And so how do we gracefully shrink a college, one that has a legacy, a reputation, a history? Um, And so that isn't necessarily uh, a problem that one normally uh, comes across in terms of architecture, but it's certainly a very deep planning problem that goes beyond bricks and mortar. I can only imagine. Yeah, it's not what you usually think of. It goes to the meat of who that client is what their vision has been, why they are trying to gracefully shrink, um, or why they're trying to gracefully grow and be a good steward of the funds that they've been entrusted with. 
Right. So we uh, take that very seriously. Right. And uh, because uh, of who we are, we, we approach it in a very personal way. And we believe that the resulting work that we do uh, is accepted and trusted and uh, valued uh, more uh, because of the insight and the effort that we put in primarily at the front end and then working through the design process and the details and following it through construction so that uh, ultimately it's the client who wants a building. Uh, the client isn't necessarily wanting a set of drawings, mm-hmm. uh, but they certainly have aspirations for their project to do more and be more than perhaps they thought it could be sure. uh, at the beginning. And Leading to a higher level of satisfaction with right. the end result, right? Exactly I mean, they're right. absolutely delighted, and I'm sure some of your designs are things that they never could have even imagined, but stepping carefully through that process that you lead them through. That's right. Discovery, exploration, mm-hmm. uh, it's the fun part of, of projects and design work of, of seeing the, the light bulb turn on uh, when they see what can be, what they can actually accomplish with their project. Right. A really unique vision that you have developed working in partnership with your son, Evan. That's right. Which not everyone gets the opportunity to do, work with their son or daughter. How special is that? So tell us how all of this came to be. Well, it's been an amazing story. About... um, Ten years ago, my son uh, moved from Michigan with his family, and he has a lovely wife and three beautiful children, moved to the East Coast uh, to finish his education. And uh, when he did that, he stayed there and uh, was in Boston for about 10 years. Um, As an architect myself and as a budding architect, uh, we talked over the years of what would it be like if we ever got together, but it remained pretty much just a conversation piece until a few years ago, uh, about five years ago to be exact, uh, we were together, uh, we were visiting his family in Boston, and uh, we started to talk a little more seriously about, well, what what if, I'm speaking for Evan now, what if we return to Michigan, which is not an uncommon story of people leaving Michigan for 10 years, coming back. What if we came back? What do you think we could do to set up our own office? Hmm. Well, that conversation went very, very quickly. (laughs) And it was not long uh, until we made that decision. Yeah. And as a parent, we know, uh, as, as somebody who's uh, been around for a while, we know that opportunities come along, uh, and there's that window of opportunity. And I also realize that that window may never come back. Mm. So if I'm going to, if we're going to do this, then I'm going to jump at that opportunity. Right. And uh, I'm so glad that I did. Uh, we're both very glad that we did. He moved back here about five years ago. Uh, and we started and the business the has been in around for four about years, four and a half years. And, so uh, he moved back without the he moved back he without had, everything he, established, right? He, we had not yet established an office, uh, but he came with a project that he was working on ah, that allowed okay. him to kind of sustain himself. Great. Uh, while he was here, and then very quickly after we opened the office, we immediately were able to um, uh, attract clients and projects, and it's been a whirlwind ever since. So how did you do that? Because he he was a bit of an unknown here. You had a history. 
That's correct. And so he had uh, several clients who wanted to follow him no matter where he went. Ah, terrific. And having been in West Michigan for most of my career, I had built up relationships and um, worked with a number of clients who I treasure and who enjoyed working uh, with me enough to be able to say, well, this next project I'd like to do with you and, and try out uh, Matheson Matheson Architects uh, MMA. It's a little easier to say, right? Uh, right. So we we tried that out, and it's been a wonderful experience because we've been able to do projects that I used to work on on a regular basis, and, and projects that my son has worked on as well. And now we've blended them together, and we've uh, acquired uh, and grown a staff that is equally conversant. Whether it's a residential project or a college project. They love both experiences, and we've, we've specifically tried to bring people on staff with varied backgrounds. Mm. When we look at our project designs and so forth, we have a lot of voices here in the office. Uh, we've had people educated here uh, in New York, Boston, Switzerland, England, Southern California, uh, Portland, Oregon. They're from all over the country and all over the world. They've had a range of experiences, and we can bring all those experiences and make our projects richer. And so we're very excited about the fact that we've just got this wonderful blend of a team that, number one, works really well together. Uh, they do fantastic work, but their thinking and their thoughts are so insightful and so smart. Mm-hmm. that uh, it just automatically brings that extra value uh, to every project. So many of our clients have said, wow, you've really got a great a great team here, and we absolutely do have a great team. Right, and, and so, so how, did you, how did you really create that team? In the beginning, you had a vision, right. the two of you, for what the company could be, should be, and how you wanted to do design. That's right. How you wanted to function. You were obviously very much in alignment. Exactly. The two of you on that. Yes. And then you built a team from there. Was was this with people that you knew? Did your culture, did the word get out that you were doing something different? I mean, how was it that you attracted these phenomenal people to join your team? It was a little of both. Yeah. Okay. We both knew some people from other experiences, whether in the same firm or just in the community. Yeah. They maybe had a longing to do design that's right. Way. That's right. And when they heard that we had started a new office, they actually came and said, "Do you have a place for me?" Oh, cool. And That's so great. we were able to be pretty selective. Yeah. And so the people that are here are here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not only did we need extra capacity mm-hmm. to to do projects, um, but we also wanted the right people. Mm-hmm. We wanted them to be really good thinkers. We wanted them to have a really solid background client experience how were they with people how are they with each other sure and so we've been very careful about trying to uh, bring on the very best people and so as a result that word has gotten out as well and and we are blessed to have a lot of people approach us about wanting to be part of MMA because they can see what we're doing the website is a kind of a window into our world we our work is a modern uh our work is not like many other firms, and so it's a differentiator. And so we are very uh, clean, modern. We love uh, that interplay of light and space and sight and nature 
on the inside-outside relationship of buildings, whether they're commercial or residential. Uh, and and that is kind of an extra flavor here that we try to uh, foster. Yeah. Uh, so between your better. culture and your brand, you've really established yourselves in a unique niche and attracted people to the team that your culture and brand resonate with. I mean, you've developed right. a reputation as individuals through your contacts and for what you've developed here in the organization that right. it sort of perpetuates good folks that see the world the way you do from a design perspective, wanting to be a part of something really unique and special. That's pretty cool. And it's been very intentional. We have absolutely talked about it I can hear thought that. about this very hard and have been we have tried to be very true mm-hmm. to those core values of um, great design, um, modern design, um, clean open spaces, mm-hmm. and really getting great value for for our clients. Yeah, and as leaders, mm-hmm. when you and Evan are aligned on those things, it makes it real easy for everyone else to understand who you are and to live and breathe it and and work it. Every day, but I bet I'm just going to guess that you probably agree on a lot of things, you know. But there may be a few things that you don't agree on. That in setting up the business or in getting started, there might have been a few things that weren't exactly in alignment. Let's say. Well, that's a very insightful (laughs) uh, comment and uh, and question because you're right. Uh, We we are uh, a different age, first of all. Sure. Uh, We are um, related. Um, We know each other well, uh, but we have very different backgrounds and experiences Mm -hmm. when it comes to our profession. Sure. So, and um, maybe some different talents too, or areas of expertise. Tell us about right. that. Then that's that right. makes you different people. Well, um, I will say Evan is uh, one of the smartest people I know. Extremely talented. He's great with people, uh, but he's also strong. He's a very strong person, and he has a vision, uh, and he helps people realize their vision because he knows how to drive it home, and so he's extremely skilled. Um, but there were some things that we had to do starting out uh, where we had to kind of negotiate a few things. For example, what, what was our identity going to be and how are we going to exactly uh, express that, mm-hmm. that, that, that common vision? Um, how are we go- actually going to go get projects? How are we going to work on this cash flow thing? Uh, how are we going to pay to buy initial equipment and space and and just the initial um, getting an attorney and how do we select our accountant and so forth. We had to kind of come to a single mind on, on how we were going to be doing that. So how do you do that when there's a differing of opinion? Does this time I get my way, this time you get your way, or we both compromise, or this is my area of expertise, let me take the lead here? I mean, what worked for you in those times where you didn't maybe see well, things eye to eye? What worked for us was to tap some friends of our business who really wanted to see us succeed. And so when we tapped them and asked their ideas about who would you recommend that we start with, that set off a chain reaction that allowed us to experience the same thing together. And when you have a shared experience, you tend to come out with much more commonality uh, at the end, and we agreed on many more things uh, than we disagreed on. And in fact, it's been a pretty remarkable uh, experience that uh, we have agreed on 
just about everything. Oh, that's uh, when terrific. It, when it comes right down to it. Um, you know, establishing processes and procedures. Um, we both come from a different background there. I have my way of doing things. Evan has his way of doing things. But that has come together quite nicely. As a young firm, we're still growing and we're still evolving those processes. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, those procedures, by necessity, uh, they have to become more and more formalized in mm-hmm. order for people from the outside to come in and kind of blend in seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And as we serve clients, we have to do so with a with a methodology and a process that's consistent from one to the other. So we had to create those things for ourselves based on our backgrounds uh, and what works for us. Sure. And, so and you have, happening. I mean, you've got to have the two of you, your own individual lanes where you're strong in one area over another. And I'm sure your team needs to know who do I go to on this and who calls the shots on that. So how did you decide those division of duties and, and what you would handle as partners in the firm? Well, fortunately, uh, my son is really good at design and following through projects. Uh, so he tends to take the design uh, piece, and I tend to take more of the business and marketing piece, uh, and it has been working very well. And that's worked great for you. But it's yeah. not exclusive. Sure. Uh, we both get involved in each other's uh, area, and I think that um, making decisions as partners uh, is one of the things that, uh, over time, becomes smoother and smoother because mm-hmm. we can anticipate each other. Uh, I think when people deal with leaders, uh, the ability to anticipate uh, that consistency is is very helpful. So we've tried to be very consistent in our decision-making uh, process. From time to time, we will retreat from the office uh, when we have to make a, a significant decision. And so we'll simply uh, separate ourselves and give us some space to talk something through. But the decision-making process has actually gone very smoothly. And uh, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more proud of... Uh, of what we've accomplished and and uh, and what the firm will do in the future. Excellent. So I, I picked up on several things that you said that I think may be foundations of your success, a very well-defined strategy mm-hmm. and culture within your organization. You both were very, very much aligned. And you also, um, you, I thought it was interesting the way you mentioned that you make made a lot of decisions in the beginning with the input and help from others who could make recommendations or suggestions for what would work. So you certainly weren't afraid to take some suge- suggestions or ideas from the outside. And it sounds like you communicate very well, the two of you, about challenges or ideas. And if you have something big, you take it outside the office and you work on it. So some of those foundational pieces and the way you work together have made things run really, really smoothly for you as an organization. Not the typical ups and downs and bumps that many family-owned operations go through. Well, and that's an important thing to acknowledge, too, because we are related. We are family. Um, Sometimes it's tempting to want to treat each other as family Mm, rather than as professionals. We've been very strict about being uh, professional and respectful uh, of each other at the very beginning uh, there were some moments that were tense, um, and we very quickly learned that we have to give each other space and be respectful and professional. That's been very easy for me because Evan is so good at what he does. Oh, sure. I can easily respect uh, his strengths, uh, and he's got so many that uh, I'm just in amazement uh, most of the time at, at how well he handles situations, and I'm right there uh, with him. There's v- very little... 
uh, disagreement in terms of uh, major decisions and how we approach things. That's great. That is great. So did you learn anything as you went through the transition of establishing MMA, putting the business together now, four years later, looking back for others that are in a family run business or thinking of establishing a business with a, you know, a, a spouse or a son or a daughter or a parent? Any advice that you could give? Well, I, I think following up on what I just said, be professional, be respectful of each other uh, in whatever relationship you have as a family. Uh, you've got to set boundaries in terms of your, your private life and your professional life mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that you handle your professional life in a professional way. We're all well-educated. Uh, we all are well-intentioned. Uh, we're all very thoughtful. And so let's project that uh, professionally. Let's do our work as professionals, um, and let's be positive mm-hmm. uh, about it. And uh, I would also say that we have a plan before you begin. Um, we didn't start uh, just, uh, let's just open a, an office. We thought hard about what that plan would look like. Uh, how did we you have begin. a formal business plan in place we, before? We did not have a formal plan, but we had, we had an informal plan. Uh, definitely in place. And so uh, we followed that plan, and uh, it has become more formal uh, with time. We, mm-hmm. we could uh, write a very formal plan at this point. But uh, finding our voice and then trusting that voice was also an important part of, of what we did uh, at the very beginning because we could easily have uh, simply responded to um, every opportunity that, that came along, we've tried to be selective with our opportunities. We've had to turn down some things mm. because it simply did not fit uh, our vision for where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not easy to do when yeah. you're first starting out and cash flow is an issue. And so we, we but we had to uh, follow our, um, our thinking and our vision for the firm. And, and we've been very true true to that. Good. Great advice for mm-hmm. someone who might be in a position and want to start a family-run business or be in one right now and want to make things better, right? even better. Right. So tell us, what does the future look like for your firm, for you and Evan? Where do things go from here? Well, it's interesting when people ask us, you know, how big do you want to grow and so forth? That's never really been a priority for us to grow big. Okay. Yeah. Tell us. Our priority is design excellence. And so how do we express that? How do we get every ounce of design quality for a given budget and schedule? Uh, Every project is different. How do we go about doing that? What's the thought process behind that? So our vision for the future is we'll grow as we need to grow, as opportunities come through, as, as people entrust us with their vision to create a project that may be very complex, it may be very large, um, then we will, we will accommodate that and we will find the right people um, who can handle that kind of uh, assignment. But our, our vision isn't growth per se. We're not afraid to grow. But our vision really is, is changing the conversation of design in West Michigan to try to be more valuable in terms of design um, than, um, than our competition. 
And so that's we, great. that's our vision for the future is really about that. We've, we're in an office space now that can accept more people if we need to add. Um, so you're positioned for growth. We're Should it happen? We're mm-hmm. positioned for growth. That was very strategic. Um, and we're well located uh, for growth. Uh, and so we're in a great neighborhood. We have a great space. It's very comfortable. Uh, it's very collegial. It's very collaborative. And so it's just the kind of thing that spurs good thinking, great design ideas. Uh, and so we're, we're very pleased at where we are right now and anticipating uh, a very bright future. Um, and so we, uh, we, we, think, um, we think we're in the right place at the right time and doing the right kind of work that has meaning for us and for our clients. It sounds like it does, and it will. And I love the concept that you know who you are at your core. Right. You know what your commitment is to great design, and where that takes you is where you will go as an organization because you're, you're unwavering in that commitment to great design. We have been so blessed with clients like uh, art associations, nonprofits, for-profits, uh, residential, commercial, educational, um, what a great variety of opportunity we have to apply what we know how to do to a variety of circumstances and to help people reach their aspirations through space and light and form, uh, help them do things in ways that they never imagined before. It's a pretty exciting uh, place to be when, when at the end of a project, uh, somebody, uh, a client, will come and say, this is way beyond architecture. This is art. We're living in a piece of art. And it, I never thought it could be this way. I never thought we could, it could be this good. It's pretty, powerful. That's pretty encouraging, uh, motivating oh, kind yeah. of response. Um, so we, we, our goal is to help others reach their aspirations. Absolutely. It brings great just, joy. I mean, not just to the two of you as owners in the firm, but to your right. entire team it's a joyful passionate work that's right that you do and really it it is all about our team you know evan and i uh you know are so lucky to have uh, the team that we have uh, because everybody contributes everybody has a role to play well tom thank you for sharing with us today your insight on how you started a family-run firm and where you've grown with this business in four years and how you've come through some of the bumps and changes along the way have been very very insightful to share with our listeners any any final pieces of wisdom little nuggets that you want to share that you haven't imparted yet anything that you think would be good for our listeners to understand well, uh, don't be afraid to step out and be true to yourself. I love that. Yeah. Um, be bold in your thinking and be honest about yourself and where you really want to take this company because um, there are so many wonderful opportunities there to fulfill your dreams. Uh, looking back, um, I wish my son and I had done this a long time ago. It's been such a rewarding experience. We've had such great relationships with our clients, with our, with our team, um, and with the friends of the firm. Uh, and it's just been a wonderful ride, and uh, we're just enjoying it so much every day. So be bold. Just head out there. Have a vision and uh, be true to that vision. I love that. Thank you so much, Tom, for sharing with us today. This has been very insightful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.